Hello, my food mood friends. Welcome back. Today, I want to get into the topic and the question of do foods actually make us feel more connected? Welcome. Here is your hostess and coach, Chandra Zas, helping people make food and mood changes doable without missing out. Go ahead, high five that like button, subscribe and share while you're there. It's holiday time. By the time this video is coming out, it's Thanksgiving week and Halloween has passed and Christmas and New Year's are coming in America. I'm assuming that most of you guys are in America, although I know some of you are not. But whatever your holiday season is, holidays are known and normal to be time of indulgences, of overeating, of eating the foods that... Most of us try to limit the sugars, the flours, the foods that taste really good, but actually make us gain weight and make our tummies hurt and make us tired and make us have brain fog and create us to actually not feel good. So I really want to dive into this topic of do foods, do, do eating holiday foods actually make us feel more connected to our friends and family? Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm in the Dead Sea floating in the water. Go ahead and like and share and follow so we can keep in touch. One of the big pushbacks that I get around food changes is the social part. A lot of people struggle and I struggled for years with the social aspect of eating. I remember in my end of my teens and my early 20s when I was starting to make food changes, I would get into a a phase of eating really well and feeling really well in my body and then like a family weekend or a holiday would come and I don't know how many times I was like, oh, I'll just eat what everybody else is eating and how many times I didn't feel good. Like whether it was after the meal, I was like laying on the floor or whether I needed extra sleep or whether I had like foggy brain or I felt really one of the things I really notice is like sugar has like a really big impact on me feeling blue. Like it a little bit depends on the type of sugar, but if I eat like highly processed sugars, corn syrups or something the next day, I feel down and out depressed, honestly, like it really, really affects me. And so I started playing with this concept for years where I was like, well, I want to, I don't want to raise any waves in my family. I don't want to put anybody out. I don't want anyone to feel awkward. They made me this food. Like everybody's doing it together. And time and time again, I just watched how badly I felt after I ate these meals. And I started really looking at and questioning like, why am I doing it? And what is actually the point? And I realized that like, I wanted to eat what everybody else was eating so I could feel a part of everybody, everyone, so that I could feel connected. And what I realized was that that actually wasn't happening. When I ate foods, sugars and flours and foods that didn't make me feel good, almost immediately or after the meal, I was retreating. I was disconnecting from my family. I was feeling not good in my own skin. I was feeling foggy brained and low energy and I wanted to lay on the couch and watch TV or sleep or I didn't actually connect more with my family. 
And when I kind of realized this piece, I started playing with it. And I was like, well, what if like the whole reason of me eating whatever everybody else is eating is, is that I want to feel connected to them. What if I start actually intentionally connecting with them? What if I start going over and putting my arm around my aunt in the kitchen and I help her make the food, whatever it is that she's making. And what if I really like intentionally engage in conversations with my mom and my brother? And what if I put that desire to connect into actually connecting with them and then I eat whatever food I know is best for my body. Oftentimes it's a really big salad. It's my favorite trick and treat to bring to any kind of social gathering because I like to bring a big dish of vegetables or salad or whatever so that I know I have like a good portion to eat and not feel hungry and it I share it with other people so it like answer it kind of solves this aspect but the big thing I took away and learned was that like actually if I eat well that I know that my body is going to feel well after the meal and for the rest of the weekend I actually can connect more with my the people that I'm spending the holidays with and wanting to connect with. This also totally applies with friends. It's just that I find that family is like one of the hardest ones. I mean, it depends on your friend group. I have totally converted my friend group to eating healthy. <laughs> I've had in the beginning, like I was making food for everybody and they were like, wow, my poops are amazing. And now it's been so long with a good portion of my friends, my close friend group, that they're all eating super gut-friendly, healthy food. So now food isn't really an issue with my friends at all. It's like everybody eats like really, really well. So it's more rare that I have a friend situation that's weird. I, I think that one, for me, one of the beautiful things of eating healthy and choosing foods that really make me feel good after my meal, and I didn't think this in the beginning, was that I can actually inspire other people to take care of their health and to choose healthier options. It's so easy to go along with caving and eating the foods, the cakes and the desserts and the whatever. You know, I, I think some people like to pretend that it doesn't affect them or some people it affects them less than others. But there is a knowing, you know, and it's like, I like to be the one to stand up and be like, and pass on the dessert. I think it's a really cool moment of inspiring. And now having my little one, it's an even more special experience. My little one, she came home from school yesterday and she was jumping up and down and she was so excited and she was like, mommy, I didn't, well, she's actually calling me Ema right now because we're in Israel. She's like, Ema, I didn't have any sugar pasta at school. Aren't you proud of me? Are you proud of me? And she's like jumping and so excited. And it was such a sweet moment because my man and I were, if you watch the last episode, I talk about how, what food snobs we are and how we're really into eating like really foods that make us feel good after our meal, not the foods that make us feel good in the moment. And we have role modeled to her so many times, every single time we role model that we don't eat the dessert. We don't eat the pastas. We really like live what we teach and what, how we want her to eat is how we eat ourselves. Like that is really the trick for kids. Like, and it's so cool to watch her imitating us and, and mirroring our modeling of really choosing foods that make us feel good. And we help her see the connection to how it makes her feel. 
there's an amazing s'more story that I have to share because it's so, it's a inspiring story that a lot of people have been repeating back to me. So I want to repeat it to you in case you haven't heard it. They, last spring, they did a lot of daddy-daughter camping. And one camping night, another family invited them to their fire, offered s'mores. And we don't want to make sugar this banned thing that we create a sugar monster in her. So we let her have sugar at certain moments when it's, you know, we let her have sugar. It's not a, it's not a never thing in our house, but she, so my, so my, my man, he says, he says, you can have a s'more if you want. And she says, okay. And she says, and how about you, Aubrey? Are you going to have one? And he says, no, cause I know it's going to make my tummy hurt. And she was like, oh, okay. So she had her s'more with a other random family. A couple hours later, her stomach hurt. And he was like, she, she was like, ah, oh, my tummy hurts. And he was like, yeah, you remember how you ate that s'more earlier? And she's like, oh. So fast forward one or two more weeks, they did another daddy-daughter camping trip in the same campground, different family, different fire, same s'more offer. And she, without any prodding from him, she said, no, thank you. So that is like, it's, it's that simple to role model and to notice the connections and to choose that that is like, I got, I totally got off on the s'more story. It's just such a beautiful story. And to see her come home yesterday with the, she called it pasta sugar, which we do kind of talk about pasta as being a form of sugar. It has similar reactions in our body with insulin levels and glucose. So I do kind of think of pasta as sugar. So heading into the holidays, which is where we're all at right now, I want to give you the takeaway and plant the seed that food isn't necessarily the connector. Food, eating the same food as someone else doesn't mean that we're going to feel connected to them. We feel connected in the way that we are thinking about the people that we're with, in the way that we're feeling, in the way that we're engaging, in the way that we're talking, in the experiences, in the cooking together, in the being together. It doesn't have to be about the food. You don't have to eat the same food to feel connected. And it's possible to go through the holidays without eating all the foods that make you gain weight and feel depressed and disconnect and want to sleep. You don't have to eat those foods. I just want to take the pressure off. I just want to say it's an option. I'm not saying you need to make any changes, but I just want to plant the seed that it's possible to actually feel even more connected to the people that you eat with without eating the food or even because you don't eat the food. So I just want to get in your brain a little bit, plant that little seed and yeah, have a beautiful Thanksgiving. Have a beautiful week if this is when you're listening to this video. If not, I hope you take this into all of your social situations, this question and this possibility that food is not necessarily the connector and you can really connect with people even more without eating foods that make you disconnect and feel crappy in your body and your brain. That's, yeah. Have a beautiful week. I'll see you next time.